Jason. Good, thanks. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. You're dressed very smartly. Well, off to a meeting later. Sounds exciting. Well, I hope so. It's, um, I think I mentioned it a while ago. I met a, a an accountant at a, a networking meeting who's yep. interested in doing, well, they, they manage a lot of their stuff in spreadsheets and they're looking at what they can do with it, whether they can um, turn it into some sort of a system or something. So the original... Um, interest is when I was talking to them about joined up data and the word spreadsheet sparked their imagination. Right. <clears throat> um, I don't think it's going to fit with what joined up data does, but I'll, I'll meet them anyway and see what there is. There might be a freelance project there or something. Sounds good. Yeah. So how do you get on with your uh, actions and what you're going to do from last week? I did okay, actually. I did, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I did seven calls. Uh, no, I did more than seven. Um, yeah, well, it's seven that actually, actually, you know, resulted in something rather than just oh we're not interested now thanks um and two were interested quite interested in fact one of them um he uh he was like the project manager effectively and he was going to go off and talk to his team about it and see if there's stuff because he thinks there is stuff that they want to do yeah so basically gone away and um said he'll come back so i had an email conversation with him three or four emails backwards and forwards and then i had somebody else i spoke to yesterday who um is just doing just this, just this thing, um, messing about with um, Excel spreadsheets, trying to s- split columns rather than um, actually merge data. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's really interested, but she just needs to talk to her boss about it before they, she commits to doing it. So right. potentially that's a customer. Um, it's kind of a hot lead, I think you'd probably Excellent. say. So that's good. So um, I'm now up to three interested out of 21, Yep, which is not bad, more than 10%. Mm. So... That sounds good. Um, my other action was to talk was to talk to Justin about lead fuse, which yep. I did. Um, that didn't go so well from my point of view. Right. I um, we basically I hooked up with him, sent him an email, and um, we got on Skype and had a chat on Skype, and it was really good. He's a really nice guy, um, and it was one of those frank conversations, if you like, about he didn't think he could, or the nuts, you know nuts and bolts of it, where he didn't think that he could get. Well, no, he thought he could get leads. But he was worried that even if he did get leads and they turned into sales, mm. it wouldn't, as we said last week, it wouldn't actually cover um, the cost of his service, wouldn't be paid back in the sales. Right. Um, and, you know, we, we got into talking about it further than that um, because I wasn't too worried about that aspect of it. I was more doing it to try and get the leads. Um, but, but you know, we, we got into a, a bit more of a businessy type conversation rather than just about lead views, et cetera. And he's had a few businesses um, one's fairly successful one not so successful etc mm. um and and it was a really good conversation because he was kind of thinking well you know we, i went through the whole of what i've done with the ads and the and article what's the article and all that sort of stuff and he's kind of saying well do you think it's done hmm. he's saying you know what you what we're talking about is it is basically a one-off service or product you know one-off thing payment rather than a recurring payment which means you're going to have to get a lot of customers every month yeah to make it worthwhile and then thinking about my goal of two thousand pounds a month for the by the end of the year to reach that is going to be tricky at the sort of price point that I'm at now. Now the price point I'm at now is basically made up really, so I could probably increase that. But and so yeah, it got me got me to thinking about whether actually when is done on this validation. You know, I could keep going doing cold calls, and ten percent mm. is pretty good, but it's not an efficient way to get customers. And if I can't get customers through AdWords, that you know efficiently and or any other ad network then um yeah set me off with a beam bonnet really to think about that a bit more so maybe we'll talk about that in a bit yeah well i kind of assumed that 
you were starting off as a like a month a single payment weren't you but the aim was to get to a monthly recurring yes it was situation. i mean the aim ultimately is to take it to be a bigger product and a different product really and this was just condensed down from the bigger idea into something that people might buy yeah but there's no real progression to that bigger product so the people that i'm getting now that are interested aren't going to want this bigger product so mm. it have to be marketed again from scratch to a new different market and so on um so yeah so it's it's difficult you know whether you waste your, waste is probably not the right word but whether you spend your time whether i spend my time working on this yeah. which is pro- perhaps going to bring in let's say 30 quid a month a week rather you know at, at least in the short term if i if i carry on getting sales um or can it and go for something else which might have more of a you yeah. know quicker route to market or quicker route to money at least i get um, how much is it 50 pounds it varies, but yeah, I mean, it's been around about fifty pounds. Yeah, so two thousand. This is the simple calculation I do to yeah. see whether I think an idea is uh, viable. And I guess you've done it as well as two thousand divided by fifty, isn't it? Like yeah, that was forty customers each month. Yeah, of trying to get. So that's more than one a day. And that's that's yeah, it's a lot. To, well, it's to, probably because there's probably twenty working days each month, isn't there? So yeah, that's two a day basically. Yeah, which at the moment, the, the, <clears> the rate at the moment, um, it's it's not going to happen. Now, it's encouraging that I've got from this current set of cold calling, which are all in the same industry sector, you know, I've got more than 10% interest. Two of those may turn into customers. One is is likely to turn into a customer. So if you said one out of 20, mm. that's like a, what, 5%. Um, so you could knuckle down on that industry, industry sector yeah. and maybe get some word out there and so on and so forth, which may improve the chances of getting customers. But it still feels unlikely to get two a day mm. at the moment, at least for a good while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of um, encouraged in one way in the fact that people are showing an interest, but discouraged in another because when you do the numbers, it seems like it's not going to work. Um, so I don't know, really. I'm, I'm floating so around. What's your next idea then? <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to let it uh, ruminate for a while, you know, and then um, is that the right word? Whatever. I'm going to let it swish around a bit in my brain for a while and then I'll um, I'll probably at the end of the weekend decide what I'm going to do. Mm. That'd probably been a good uh, Skype conversation. Did you do it over voice with Justin? Yeah. Should have recorded it. We could have put it out as a... Didn't even think about that. Interview yeah. stroke episode. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Um, we spoke about doing interviews before, haven't we? We have, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't expect it to go that way, to be honest. I expected mm. it to just be a case of talking about lead fuse and then we talked about lead fuse and he was... I mean legitimately from his part he didn't want me to use his service and then have a bad experience with it in terms of not getting enough leads or not yeah, good yeah. enough leads or them not turning to customers and he also gives a money back guarantee and so from his point of view he doesn't want to give me leads that aren't going to be any use and then me say well actually i want money back because they weren't any good yeah so it's all fair enough and uh totally respect that um anyway yeah there we are very good you? how'd you get on um quite well actually so my target was to send out the 30 emails to golf teaching professionals. I got through 19, which is more progress. Well, I did 12 last week. I didn't get anywhere near 30. Yeah. Um, but it just does. It takes longer than you think, I guess, yeah. to collect these email addresses. It's funny the amount where most, most teaching professionals have their phone number listed in their email address. Right. I guess they'd rather you ring up to yeah. send them an email. But, um, you know, through hacking Google searches by just putting the word email in their name and stuff, you can figure out where they've accidentally left their email address posted <laughs> around and all that kind of stuff. So 
So sent sent uh, sent nineteen out. Um, a couple had semi retired, so weren't really interested. <laughs> right. um, another one was was too was busy enough in the summer already, which is kind of feedback I've heard. Um, yeah. And so you know this comes onto the conversation later. Perhaps going to have. Um, one wasn't interested. Had already got a website and was quite happy with it. Um, but then in with the follow up question about the CRM side of things of organising, you know, their students' notes and videos and pictures and right, stuff, okay. he said that's something he's looking for at the moment. Oh right. Um, so I'll follow up with that and say, well, that's probably something I'm looking to build anyway. So yeah, um, could be in the first initial user for that, which would be great. Um, and another one just emailed late last night, just said, give me a call tomorrow morning with his phone number. So I haven't called him yet, unfortunately, but after we finish doing this, I will uh, give him mm. a ring and see what he wants. Sounds promising then. So, it's, it's, uh, yeah, he already um, he already had a website, Yeah, but it had the copyright 2012. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's been updated for a while. Usual thing, yeah. A bit of flash on there, I think. So um, yeah, perhaps he went, hopefully, maybe he wants an updated website. We'll see, I guess. Mm. Cool. Um, another person came back and said, because there's a professional golf as association, which is what all the pros are a member of. Yeah. Um, and someone came back and said, just get in t- touch with them and see if they'll send out a mass email for you. Wow. Which wow. I've kind of been holding off because I, I thought mm-hmm. of that myself, but because I haven't got my own landing page up or anything like that at the moment, it literally has been a, a case of doing, um, you know, the cold emails and chatting to people. I kind of feel I need to be in a bit more of a ready position to do a product yeah. offering, I guess, before I do that. Yeah, I guess those guys are going to want some convincing. Yeah, they and they're either it. going to want money or, yeah, yeah, you know, be well, able to show real tangible benefits to their members. Yeah, I know when I was working with the FSB a lot and we, we were asked to send out emails all the time on behalf of people and the standard answer was no, you know, because there's this whole kind of co-branding thing, which I don't know if they're too worried about, which mm. is if you link your brand and your name to somebody else, um, then you know, you, that reflects on you in some way. Yeah. So you have to make sure you've got it got it right. So you think you're right to do that mm. until you've got something that looks pucker. Yep. So come on to the main topic we want to talk about this week, I guess. Yep. So do you want to go with mine? Yeah, go on. So go. mine was around, uh, well, it's, it's around the thinking and, you know, some thinkings that I've had around the emails and these replies I've been getting as well. And also a couple of the websites I've been building in WordPress already for the non-golf client and uh, it's mainly the non-golf client actually. Um, but it kind of kicked off from um, Bootstrap with Kids yeah. podcast that was up. Um, I think it was their first one for a few weeks, wasn't it? Because they've had some uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Timing-related issues in terms of getting together and do it. And um, Breck Palumbo said something really interesting. It was about thirty minutes through, I think, about um, when he set off on his journey in his airstream with the family and stuff. He always one of the targets was to go through Austin, Texas, because mm. that's one of the places he always envisaged living and settling. Um, and, you know, it's really a, a tech city. There's lots of startups, investments, VCs, those kind of things. But after going through there and perhaps hanging around with a few people and mixing and so on and so forth, he's kind of thought about things a bit more and perhaps realized it's perhaps not a scene or a, a direction he wants to go into. Mm. And um, it got me thinking really about, you know, the direction that I've taken in previous businesses that haven't actually been thought out. They've kind of just happened by accident. And then two or three years later, you end up with a team of 10 to 20 people, you know, and they're all asking for, you know, things to do, salary mm. increases, so on and so yeah. forth. And you're kind of sitting there going, well, back five years ago, this wasn't really what I had in <laughs> mind of how I wanted this project to go. Um, so I kind of been sat down a little bit thinking about, you know, this golf site engine thing, how, if in five years time, how do I want it to be? 
Um, and from my experiences of building the WordPress site initially for the person in the tech industry, they've been quite uh, in contact a lot, I guess, <laughs> in terms of sending lots of emails. If I don't answer an email in a, an hour and a half, yeah. they'll be ringing me up and leaving me voicemails. Quite demanding customers. And I'm like, well, I'm doing, you know, it's a £200 setup fee and £100 a month. You know, what yeah. kind of support do you really expect for that? And I don't want to, it will sound really arsy if I go back and say, look, you're, you're only paying £200, you know. Yeah. Stop bothering me because that's yeah. not that's not how you do customer support or service, is it? Yeah. Um, and this mixes up nicely with um, Startups for Rest of Us podcast because someone, they did a listener's question episode this week. Right. And someone emailed in and said, to, one of the questions was, you know, how do you define success? And Rob Walling's answer was really good because he went through three things. One was freedom, uh, purpose, and relationships. And the freedom thing was, you know, being able to choose what, what you want to work on, when you want to work on it. Yeah. Um, and that, that really kind of sounded good to me, not sounded yeah. good to me, but resonated with me, sorry, yeah. in terms of the things that I don't really want in a business going forward that I've always had previously are external clients mm. who will be chasing you for things and setting deadlines for you. And also, uh, I would say, well, employees, I guess, because as soon as you get employees, deadlines are set, you know, things need to be done for them to do their task and so on and so yeah. forth. Um, so by saying I don't necessarily want employees, I think that's not saying I don't want to work with other people, but I think it potentially going forward, it'll be more of a, on a contractual basis. Yeah. Have you know, I've got this, this one solid piece of work I need doing, hand it off and it's gone and done. Mm. Um, and I think that allows you a couple of things. One is, you know, you have this person working for you for a brief period of time and then they're kind of, they're done, they move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, and you can build up a team of good people you can rely on and, and give work out to. And also because you're using the, on a contract basis, you, you really can search out the best people and get the subject matter experts to do that work for you. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, and I know this is turning into a long, <laughs> yeah, a long explanation or whatever. Um, the whole golf site engine business thing, I don't think is something that particularly ticks those boxes. Yeah. In terms of as soon as you get a new customer, they're going to set deadlines and have expectations around you. Um, but it, uh, but just to put in a little yeah. bit though, can can is that not stuff you can systemize and offload on? Oh well, yeah, so literally next sentence. Sorry, <laughs> is that right? No, no. Sorry. So, so it's a commodity business. Yeah. So as we've seen in restaurant engine, you have to put lots of process around it and have yeah. employees that do that thing. So then that brings in employees or right, virtual okay. assistants, which will add stress to my life, and that's what I want to get rid of is stress basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a commodity business, and unless you're willing to put the work in, I think to develop those three hundred processes and manage those virtual assistants or employees. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I'm not sure it's the direction I want to go in particularly. Yeah. Um, and so thinking about what, what does tick those boxes is obviously software as a service is, <laughs> is that golden pinnacle of, you know, there's no, no deadlines other than what you set for yourself for getting new features released. Um, you don't have clients per se that expect something to be done at a certain time. You have users. Yeah. You, you will treat as customers and, you know, value customers and clients and stuff, but they don't have a thing like they expect their website perhaps to be live by a certain date or will be emailing you asking for their logo to be changed and so on. Mm. Um, and so this is pushing me more down the CRM side of things. Okay. Of building that. Yeah. Of, for teaching golf professionals, of having somewhere to store all their students' notes, videos and pictures mm. and stuff. Um, I think you're still going to have things where customers are going to be banging down your door all the time. Support, for example. Mm. You know, how do I do this? This didn't work, blah, 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 you know, all the usual sort of stuff that, that 
you're going to have to have somebody to deal with. You're going to have to manage that person. Mm. But I don't mind that so much. Um, and you're right, you know, perhaps at some point you do look to take that on. But there's not like a two-week project deadline looming. Right, I see but, what you But mean. a stress-building up for those two weeks thinking, I've got to get this done by right. the 23rd yeah, because Johnny's waiting for something. me. This is delivery, yeah, so yeah. he can do his thing, yeah. Um, and so it's something I've been doing uh, just generally is looking at the things that cause stress in my life and seeing how either I can... Uh, outsource them to someone else to manage or yeah. just drop them all together. Well, that's the dream, isn't it? That's that, I think that's really why I do it as well, well why I want this thing as well is to is to have a product which can make some money so that I can then start getting rid of some of the hassles that you have that mm. you know by having to be somewhere at a certain time and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um and you know just to give an example of this of something that caused stress in my life that I I ended up dumping and getting rid of was just was organizing five aside football. So, oh, right. so every Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, I think it was actually, we used to play five aside, probably up until October last year. And I took on the organization of it because no one seemed to want to or whatever. Yeah. And it was great, you know, uh, me and the others loved playing football, but I'd send out the invitation email on Monday and people would reply saying, yes, they could play or not. And, you know, as soon as you've only got seven replies, I'd spend Monday and Tuesday chasing people yeah. and trying to organize extra people to come along. And that that was you know, it's only a little bit of stress, but it adds up on top of bits it, and pieces. Yeah, when you're as, busy, soon as, I, as soon as I decided to dump it and said, look, I'm not doing it anymore. If someone else wants to take it up, that's fair enough. You know, it was like a big weight off my shoulders. Yeah. And Mondays and Tuesdays are like, it's like three days now. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like darts. We have the same thing. I play darts every week and it's exactly the same thing. Mm. If we haven't got enough come Monday morning, we play Tuesday evenings, then somebody has to ring around Monday yeah. and Tuesday to try and find someone else. And it is a hassle. You just don't need it. Yep. So, so this comes on to another thing, <laughs> Go on then. which is a good thing I read ages ago about forever projects. Okay. I think we may have spoken about before. Yeah, so yeah. someone, uh, I can't remember his name, wrote in back in 2013 and got the, uh, the article up here about how creative people, which I think we consider software developers or website builders to be. Yeah. Um, most, most people have got a creative, pro- uh, a forever project, sorry, that they kind of work on forever. Yeah. It's a fun project. It could be a game, you know, something they played in their childhood that they're recreating, or uh, it doesn't have to be anything to do with technology. It can be a book or a novel or something mm. like that. That you know, there's no deadlines. You do because you love doing it, and you work on it whenever you fancy working on it. Mm. Um, and so I was reread that. Um, I reread uh, I reread a, a hacker news post about this website called Churches.io that this chap who works for a company that does services in America for churches. But he's built this project called Churches IO that helps churches organize their running service. I think oh, who okay. attends the service because yeah, the churches is a big big thing in the US. Um, and he's done it as an open source project, and he's been doing it for seven years, and it's just free. And he put up, uh, put it up on Hacker News. It was a couple of years ago, I think, again maybe a year ago. He's like, you know, I'm not sure if people will find this interesting. Been working on this for you know five years or so, and gone mm. from Rails one to version four and so on. Um, you know, take a look. And it was like one of the most inspiring Hacker News posts because everyone was going, wow, it's an amazing project. You've got to monetize it. Mm. He's going, I'm not interested in monetizing it really. I love working on it. You know, it's it's in something that I'm passionate about in terms of churches. Yeah. You know, it's free to go and use. And uh, and it's just, it's quite inspiring really. And I kind of missed that I've got something like that yeah. in my life in terms of something I'm passionate about working on. I think I've said it before, you know, everything we're talking about here is about how to make money from something. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> well, I think actually it's interesting just to put in again is that, you, you know, that, that sort of thing I would imagine working on, if I had all the riches in the world, I'd imagine working on that sort of mm. thing. So I can't ever imagine not doing something, you know, never not working. 
and that forever project if you like is the kind of thing that i'd like to do you know if um, i get to the point where i've got enough free time yeah to do extra things like that so it's kind of like the stepping stone you know you need to get the money this chap's to got to a day job it. though he's just he's working as a computer yeah. programmer during the day and doing this in the evenings as his forever project yeah um, yeah uh, and so this has led me to i, I made a list because i've started up you know various projects that i've been planning on doing mm. as either open source or you know as for fun things and something i've always i've done a number started up a number of times and either just used internally myself or never really finished or, or carried on working on i guess is a uh, golf stats tracking okay. or rounds in terms of like number of putts number of fairways right. hitting regulation greens and so on and so i'm going to start that as my forever project right but that ties nicely into the crm side of things for the golf teaching professionals in terms of it will almost be the same site, whereas mm-hmm. there's a payment side for the golf teaching professionals where they can add the notes in for the students, but they right. can also then see the stats mm-hmm. for the students as they're playing their rounds, hopefully. Um, and so it'll be free for the end user who's the golfer. Yeah. Um, so it'll both be a forever project and potentially a, a money side on it as well. Sounds good. I mean, it, there's a bit of a danger that, it, that the two will merge into one at some point, but... Well, it will be one. It will be one site. Yeah. And there'll be like a professional's area that you log into and then like a, a normal golfer's right. uh, area. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of, there's packages out there that do this at the moment. So it's not a novel idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's something I find interesting. Something I can, if the, if the professional side doesn't make any money in terms of the CRM side, I'll still carry on. The, the stat side of it will be my forever project. So I'll right. still carry on working on that. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds, sounds good. Um, but I bought a nice domain name for it. Oh, I've actually spent a already. bit of money on this. I've actually spent, it's one that was available, uh, was for sale. I'm not going to say what it is because I haven't finished the escrow transaction yet. Right, okay. But I'm spending like $4,500 <gasps> on it. I know. Gulp. Yeah, so. So what is that a domain <clears throat> name for the both the professional CRM bit and the... I think so, yeah. Right. Well, it's definitely for the stats package and I need to decide the mechanics of, and how it will look in terms of, yeah. you know, pointing the professionals. I did think so, it would be two separate sites to start with, but maybe... yeah. Um, so you've been doing your your cold emails and so on Mm. and you've done what sounds like you've done about 30 or something yeah and you've got quite a bit of interest probably more than 10 percent again Mm. but that's in but a mixture of sort of the website side of things and the leads side of things and crm yeah are you going to concentrate on validating the crm side of things now so i i'm gonna uh that's a good question well, the people I spoke to and the people have said they want to take up the option on something, such mm. as the marketing side of things, yeah. I'm going to follow through and do that. Yeah. Because I think new interesting problems will come out of actually doing that for yeah, someone. Yeah. Um, and the same if I speak to this chap afterwards and he wants his website redesigned or rebuilding, I'll do that as well. So I think just working with the golf teaching professionals will uncover challenges they have with yeah. their business that perhaps I can help with. And get some free yeah. rounds as well. And get some free rounds of golf, hopefully too, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, yeah, there's no, there's no um, definitive plan around that. Um, we'll see and I think my I'm going to continue to send out the emails to the professional golf yeah teaching golfers as well and uh, see what comes back yeah but it's interesting if you're you know sending out emails asking about um, wanting to do sort of lead gen for them effectively through their websites and you're getting responses saying no but I'd really like a CRM (laughs) is obviously a burning issue for those people who do want it yeah Um, so it sounds interesting hmm I, that's right. it no that sounds good so that's what you well you know i mean i've kind of alluded to it already about my um whether to can joined up data or not um and start on something else um i think 
my my gut feel on it, like, like you know, you, you can work out the numbers, the cost, the, the price I'm charging at the moment, which could probably increase. So let's say I could increase it to a hundred pounds. You know, I need to sell twenty a month, one a day, for example. Um, it still seems ambitious at the moment. Um, mm. But there's another area that, because of course, fundamentally, all the product is doing is is taking data. Now it's labeled as Excel spreadsheets to merge and deduplicate because that's that's where, what the keywords suggested the most traffic would come from. Um, but it also does CSV files, database tables, etc. So the, fundamentally, it's just this data manipulation tool. So whilst I've been concentrating on the merge and deduplicate Excel, which is what I think a lot of business users will have is Excel that they're using and, and they're the people that this would help the most because if, if you can code or you're a bit technical, you can probably just do it yourself. You know, yeah. Some VB scripts, whatever. In fact, I'll tell you how to do that in one of my articles. But, um, you know, there's a whole other, there are a couple of other sort of areas as well, like in importing and exporting data, getting things in the right format that, you know, I could focus on as well. So I'd got that in my mind and I'd started to do some stuff around that. So I think what I might do is do a bit on that as well and see if anything comes out of that. Mm -hmm. Some limited sort of testing on terms of whether how much traffic it gets, whether people actually try and buy anything, that sort of thing. Um, and then that'll be the litmus test once that's done. Yeah. If that's not getting anywhere as well. Because you can imagine if I can, I mean, it, I hate the idea of focusing on two different areas. But if I if I can focus on two different areas and get enough customers in to meet my 20 a month, mm -hmm. um, to start with at least, then that would be that would be great. And then I could maybe find other areas to focus on. Yeah. Um, I guess the fundamental problem is it's not a vertical solution. You know, it's not a niche solution. It's kind of a, you know, cross horizontal yeah. thing, which is what's making it so difficult, I think, to find customers for it. Because there are obviously customers out there. I've found a few um, or potentials at least. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's a bit of a, uh, epiphany podcast really with you and your golf site engine thinking whether you want to work on it and then me and the joined up data yeah well i guess go forward <clears throat> but that's part of it well i started listening to the end of elder start sorry of our last podcast yeah and uh because i went to listen to the intro music see how that sounded mm. <laughs> and uh it sounded quite bleak right you, <laughs> only the first yeah, few sentences i guess and it's because you'd had a hard week. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind true. of thinking I need to give Martin a bit of a pep talk this week <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to keep his spirits up. And I guess, you know, from uh, from my point of view, I'll talk about myself first, I guess, is, you know, the thing that I've done differently in this is rather than going and setting up the marketing website and all that kind of stuff, yeah, because that wouldn't be very interesting to talk about on a podcast of saying, yep, I created the About Us page, yep, yeah. I created that. I've just gone, sod it, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to get on with speaking to customers. Mm. And through doing that, I've kind of, Found out various bits and pieces and so on, mm. which is more interesting, hopefully, to talk about on the podcast than just setting up a WordPress site and the marketing side of things. Um, and so, you know, the most important thing from from your and to give you a pep talk to a certain degree, yeah, is you know you're figuring out what doesn't work a lot quicker than spending months going away and coding Absolutely, and building yeah. something. Absolutely, and you know, figuring out what doesn't work is as important as figuring out what does work. I think. Yeah, totally, and um, and also, you know coming back to your point about you're, you're basically doing the cold emailing and so on and finding out information from people that way before doing anything. And I think actually, if I could go back, that's what I should do rather than put up a website and then try and drive Google AdWords mm. at it, not knowing whether I'm doing that right, you know, ring people up for God's sake, you know, yeah. what's the, what's the problem? I guess. Well, the good thing is, is that you're talking to people, right? And yeah. you're going to this meeting after this 
after we record this, and you're going to speak to, because you're not particularly infatuated about building a, you want to build a business that brings in some revenue, right? Yes. That doesn't hold you to these deadlines and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but you're not necessarily married to Excel spreadsheets. Oh, God, no. So the good thing is because you're speaking to people and you're going to go meet this chap now, you're going to find out the problems he has with his business. That's it. And then you can hopefully solve them. And if it's in a vertical, which is what you've mentioned it is, mm. then, you know, that's easier. Because I've, I've picked golf professionals because I like playing golf. But, yeah. I, you know, it could be any particular vertical. Once yeah, you've yeah. got a vertical, it's a lot easier to target. Oh, to absolutely, to definitely. People, and that, you know, I've been trying. I know I've had this, I've had this meeting booked for a few weeks and I've been trying not to you know, occasionally do some searches and, and try and do a bit of research to work out what there could be that, you know, what I could offer them, what it could be that mm. after I just want to listen to them and see what it is they're saying. And if I can help them, then I, I will. Um, but secretly I've been thinking, oh, that'd be great to have a niche where I can pick stories that will be applicable to that niche. And I can yeah. write about stuff that's applicable to that niche rather than thinking, right, well, who do I write for today? You know, um, but you know, so in my moments of weakness, I've let myself get carried away with that sort of thing. But yeah, you're exactly right. I've tried not to close myself off to other opportunities. And so if this turns out that, you know, this afternoon I come away thinking there's a product here, mm. then next step is a bit of cold calling for people in the same niche and work out actually if they've got the problem as well before I go anywhere, you know. Yeah. So so I'm not only learning, you know, keeping going with other ideas, also trying to learn how to do the whole thing better in yeah. terms of validate the idea better. So, yeah. I mean, I would say, well, potentially you're in a stronger position than me because you're not stepped to a particular vertical or a particular idea. Whereas I've, I've picked golf. Yeah. And I could be banging away on golf for the next six months or something because it's something I enjoy playing and I want to yeah. do something around it. And it might end up being a dead duck altogether. So, but um, I think you'll find that out in terms of your, you'll find that out rarity. quicker though, won't you? Than, than just building it and then chicken, chucking it out the door. Yeah. Know? I guess so. And it's something if I don't do it, it'll always bug me in terms of, I think. I'll be thinking yeah. something I can do for the around golf. Yeah. Uh, so. But, but yeah. the big the big thing for me is, you know, having to talk with Justin. It was I mean you've you've talk, you know having talks with you down the pub or whatever many a time you've given me grief and, and hard time sometimes about what I'm doing and whether it's right and just look at what you're doing and 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 the results you're getting and is that an indicator about what whether it's a goer or not? Um, but you know Justin's a, a stranger effectively I've never met him before um, and speaking to him and he and he basically get you know reflected back what i was saying to him and saying well if it was me sounds to me like you've you've put a fair bit of effort into it and got no results and you need a lot of results to be able to to make this work so um if it was me i'd can it is kind of effectively what he was saying now he doesn't know the background and all the ins and outs and all the different things that i'm thinking about i could try so um so he's coming in cold like that but it really made me think when is you know, how do I measure when it's time to pack it in? Because mm. even if you have got more ideas, you'll always have more ideas about how to try and sell it. So do you think, well, I'm just going to try that next idea. I'm just going to try that next idea. Or do you just say, right, look, this isn't happening. It's time to finish. And I don't know what the answer is at the moment. It's all part of the journey, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. That's a whole, we'll perhaps talk about it's a whole podcast by itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so no, I'm, I'm not too negative about it. Um, but I think we'll, it'll so be say not too negative. I'm fairly, I'm a bit well in terms you're positive of, about it because every day you're discovering something new, yeah, or dis- yeah. and discovering what doesn't work. So, yeah, so see I'm it all as a challenge rather than glass half empty. That isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm positive about it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good experience and it's learning and all the rest of it. Yeah. And in a couple of weeks, I'll know. I think whether it's I'm going to carry on with joined up data or yeah. just knock it on the head. Cool. Let's move on to stuff. Yes. Um, the only thing I've seen this this week 
again, been busy, um, is Justin Jackson's new podcast, right? Build and Launch, where he's um, recording a podcast every day, trying to build and launch a small product in a week, which is just, you know, <laughs> listen to me for the last three months banging on about trying to build and launch product. Granted, it's not a tiny product, but um, yeah, he's trying to do it. And he started off with a podcast and then he wrote a book. Um, yeah, it's really good listening. So I'd recommend that. Cool. I'll check it out. Uh, for me, I've got a warning, first of all. All right. I bought a book, Happiness by Design. Yeah. It's terrible. Don't Indeed. read it. <laughs> I got uh, given a £10 gift voucher for Wardstones for Christmas. Right. I was wandering around and I've seen it in there before. It's on like the recommended shelf. And I checked on Amazon. It's got some good ratings. Mm. So he's obviously got his mate to go and give it those <laughs> reviews and ratings, like we've done with our podcast, to be fair. So I yeah. can't mind too much. But yeah, it's just really, it's really, I thought it was going to be, oh, I don't know. It's just really academic and there's no, it says happiness is part, you know, happiness and purpose. Mm. But then all he covers is the bit I was looking for is, you know, how to find a bit of purpose in life. But then it just goes through the happiness of, you know, perhaps wake up a bit earlier, do some exercise. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, avoid that book if you can. Um, Tim Ferriss podcast with Matt Mullenwag, right? Was up. That's a couple of hours. So good grief! It's, uh, a good listen though. It's really interesting. I find Matt Mullenwag fascinating. I don't know who he is. Uh, the founder or co-initial developer of WordPress. Oh, of course. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah so and runs Automatic. So just you know, probably one of the most apart from Linux, probably one of the most successful open source projects. Yeah going i guess yeah, yeah um so yeah he's just a fascinating person to listen to anyway uh which is good and then the big news in the swan household is we bought a juicer wait <laughs> oh that's why you were drinking the juice this morning yeah. as i came in hey, it was only the second one i made so <laughs> you didn't like it did you but no, uh, no. so yeah i saw a friend on facebook sam sessi he put about he'd lost a kilogram and a half oh no a stone and a half i think through doing juicing and so on and so forth so took the plunge bought wow. one made one last night it's amazing the amount of fruit that goes into them, actually. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about it's is... It's a lot of sugar. Well, this, so this is what I'm worried about, is you're not getting the fiber of eating the mm. fruit, are you? It's just the, the vitamins and sugar and so on and so forth. Yeah. But it's got to be better having, you know, freshly juiced yeah. fruit think, juice rather than a Diet Coke or... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Drinking, you know, drinking or eating more fruit is better than not having it in the first place, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And so I have... I bought a book as well. How to make yeah. all these juice recipes. Uh, so <laughs> I had the, uh, there's one particular one for if you're running a half marathon or marathon to have it two hours before. So I had that this morning just as you came along. Yeah. I'm going out for a run in a, well, be an hour and a half now it's time. So I'll report back and see yeah, how much faster, let you know how much faster I am on my run. Yeah. And, uh, that's it, I guess. Okay. I had a question for you actually oh, before go on. talking about reporting back. Hmm. We talked a while ago about the Pomodoro and Kanban and yes. stuff. And I just wondered if you're still using it and how it's going. Uh, not so much this week. No. Because uh, I had a funeral to go to on Monday. Um, so that wasn't a work day. And then because we're going on holiday tomorrow, it's just been a, a mad. It's a bit manic, yeah. Just try and get as much stuff done. But I guess generally, I should have stuck to it. Generally, using it generally yeah. I'm still using the process of set it before each working day, going through in Trello and adding the cards. Yeah. So I'm, I'm making sure, you know, there's not too much or too little added. I'm working through the cards, but I'm not using a timer. Right. As it should be. Okay. How about you? Because I know you started I, doing it. Yeah, I've been using it a little bit, to be honest. Um, I kind of, I've kind of worked out where it is I get unstuck with it, really, which is um, a lot of the things I work on are, are sort of, you know, bug reports or, or reports of issues in the system. Um, this is the free, in the freelance job. And um, 
what generally happens with those is I have no idea how long it's going to take. So I'll just whack a 25 minutes on it and then see how we go. And I'll get to the end of those 25 minutes and I'm deep in the middle of mm. trying to debug this problem. And then this alarm goes off saying, take a break, take a break. And I'm like, looks to that. I don't want to take a break, you know. And so that's when I'll kind of lose it. And then I, and it's out the window for the rest of the day, basically. Right. Um, so I don't know how I, like I get that, over that. If you are that deep into it, just start the 25 minutes again. Yeah. And then you get to another section. But it's an interruption, you know, that alarm goes off and the, the timer and all this thing. And I, I'm like, it just gets annoying. Um, but the so, thing in terms of though, in, you know, it's important to get from your desk every so often and stretch your legs and so on. So It is, but, I, you know, when, when you're debugging code, you, you Balancing all this stuff in your brain, you know, mm. where you've been, where you're going, what, what, something you just spotted a minute ago that might be the cause of the problem, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the last thing you want is for all that all to fall down while you go off and do something else for two minutes or five minutes to yeah. have to come back into it. Now, and it's not that hard to get back into it, but it is a, an interruption. Um, and yeah, I found that a bit frustrating, but, but yeah, generally for, if I have got tasks that I know are going to be 25 minutes less or maybe more, I'll, I'll try and, um, break it down and do it mm. that way and it does does help but just not all the time yeah for me very good well good luck with your meeting cheers and uh yeah i hope you have a good holiday cheers thanks martin cheers bye-bye